Hey, everybody. Welcome to Breaking the Wall Podcast. It's me, Brandon. And today, I want to do an episode that kind of acknowledges that I know that we all enter this career in different places. I think some of us can come in and have a lot of financial support from our families. And I also acknowledge that a lot of us enter this, enter, move to a new city, start auditioning with really no money to our name, if not maybe a little bit of credit card debt, right? But I want to make this episode today because I actually worry more about dancers who are relying on their parents to support them financially early on in their careers. Yeah, I see really talented dancers, some dancers I coach, um, come into the city, work towards a goal for a couple of months to a year, and then slowly fade out. And, you know, I understand maybe this is potentially a, uh, you know, a short-term thing, but I think part of it is that when we have financial support in the form of getting monthly checks every month, maybe it is they're paying for our rent, maybe they're giving us some kind of food money, maybe they're, you know, maybe they're just meeting our basic needs, right? But it's, my problem is that it's potentially a temporary resource And it's also a resource that may or may not have strings attached, right? And believe me, I would have loved if my parents could send me money every month when I was first starting out. I would love if my parents could send me money right now just because it would be nice to have more money, right? But it's kind of like when, you know, you see these nature documentaries and they talk about animals that grow up in captivity. And then when they're released into the wild without having to fend for themselves, having to find food, build a shelter, whatever it is, it's not really a recipe for success, right? They're so used to having someone else support them, they never have the opportunity to learn how to do it for themselves. So today, I want to give you three reasons why the parent payroll system may be hurting you. And everyone, if you are not someone who gets money from your parents... This may be just a good episode to reassure that you can do this without financial help, right? It's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult, but I think these reasons are going to help us understand that it is actually worth it. So I want to jump in. The first reason why your parent payroll may be hurting you is because you miss the opportunity to rough it early on and figure it out, right? This is important. Those early years of exploring your career can set you up for success 10 years down the line. And as a coach, that's really my goal here. I'm I'm not so interested in helping you book one job, right? I'm more interested in helping you make connections, build a foundation to continue booking jobs that you really like and really align with you and your values for the next 10 years, next 15 years, and into your 50s, into your 60s, right? This time is just so important for you to prove to yourself that you can solve problems, that you can deal with uncertainty, and really live through some tough times, right? Prove that even though it is tough, even though it is hard, you're going to be okay. You're going to find a way to make it work. You really learn how to trust yourself. I know for my first full-time company job, uh, sounds really great, right? You finish, you just graduate, you get your first company job. Really nice. Yeah, very grateful for it. It paid me $200 a week. 
right? I slung pizza on Friday nights from 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. I took every subbing, teaching job or dance gig that came my way. I mean, I spent the first two months sleeping on a futon in my friend's living room, and which I I don't recommend. But you, do, once again, you do what you have to do. You have those tough, awkward conversations. You kind of put yourself on the hook to uh, make some choices for yourself so you can get off your friend's futon. Um, it was and it, it was this way for about a year. Not me living on a futon necessarily, but those two months. But I was working for a year for two hundred dollars, ten to five job at a dance company, and then slinging pizza on the weekends, taking every sub job possible. And I was so grateful to have that place to dance every day for sure. But it was honestly a really stressful and actually unideal time. But what it taught me was how to fend for myself, right? I made a lot of mistakes. I really didn't have it all together, but it didn't matter because I was taking it one problem at a time to figure it out, right? And I'm just so grateful I had that opportunity to work really hard and to make this career work so that I could teach myself that in the worst case, worst case scenario, I could still make it work. Yeah. In the worst case scenario, when I was like, dang, like I need to figure out how to make rent this month or even down the line. I'm like, I know I've done it before. I know what it's like to not have that rent money until the day before it's due. I know what it's like to, you know, be exhausted, be dancing on your feet all day and then go and trying to inspire children to point their toes and like use their turnout or whatever I was teaching back then. Um, But, and I can use this time as a reference anytime I face a challenging time in my career, right? I don't feel tied down to jobs because I know I'll be fine if I leave. I know I can pick myself back up when a job falls through, right? I know I'm resourceful. I know I'm tenacious and creative enough to make it work when times get tough, which I know they will, right? Because this is life. We are going to be continually dealing with and facing problems. And if we can give ourselves this like library of resources of tough times in our life that we've gotten through, we're going to we're going to be able to do it later on too. You you can go if I could get through that, I can get through this. I know that if my job falls through today, I can go work at a restaurant and make ends meet. I can go walk dogs. I can go put an ad out and you know, make some dances. I can go, you know, whatever your form of making money is. Without those early experiences, though, I don't know and I don't think I would have a frame of reference to handle all those challenges later on. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two is you deprive yourself of truly being on the hook. Being on the hook to me means it's up to you and you have some skin in the game to figure it out. This looks like agreements that we have responsibilities to stick to, right? Paying for rent, buying all of our necessities. Being on the hook allows us to immerse ourselves fully because there's something on the line. Yeah. If I am paying, so let's put it in the reference of like a class or like a workshop, right? Which, by the way, when I, my, one of my first workshops, I really, I mean, I paid for a lot of workshops. My big, my first big one was for Springboard in 2016. It was probably like a $3,000 deal, right? Flights, auditions, tuition, housing, all that kind of stuff. I think it came out back then around like 3000 
um, which I paid for in tip money from uh, <laughs> from working at Demos Pizza in Wrigleyville. But here's the thing. If I'm paying $3,000, $1,500 for a workshop, you better believe I'm showing up and I'm getting the most out of that time, right? Not only that, I'm going to show up and ask questions. I'm going to show up and volunteer to go first. I'm going to show up and make the first move to start a conversation with people in the program, right? I'm going to at least get that connection, at least make some friends, at least, you know, engage, right? There's a lot on the line. It's ex- like it's expensive, right? But you miss the opportunity when the stakes aren't high enough. And that's where I get with when you have someone else paying your bills, right? You're like, oh, what's the point? Like, what, what's really on the line here, right? I'll go, I'll try to book some jobs, but I know that my rent's going to be paid. I, and I know it's scary. I know we're playing with, and I don't want to use the word playing with, like, our livelihood. But when you're so young, when you're 21, 22, 23, you're so resourceful. You have so much energy, the most energy you're ever going to have. You're going to figure it out. Yeah, some one way or another. Maybe it doesn't look like being on a lease. Maybe it looks like subletting for a while and knowing, hey, I'm going to sublet here. I know it's a little out of my price range. I can do it for two months. Then I got to go somewhere else and figure that out. Next problem. Next problem. What is, how am I solving it today? But you do miss this opportunity when the stakes aren't high enough. It's like that old school mentality of dance like the rent is due tonight. Right. I feel like when I was growing up, everyone's like, you better dance like the rent is due tonight. And I was like, ah, that sounds a little scarce, a little like scarcity. And I don't want to promote too much urgency or scarcity, but sometimes that urgency does help us to act. Right. That's the little bit of urgency helps us to act. Without it, we start to not show up to class. Without it, we start to not show up to auditions. We don't explore the things that make us uncomfortable, right? Because we don't have to. And because of that, we miss that opportunity to grow. Yeah, we miss that opportunity to grow. So that's number two. I want you to find opportunities to put yourself on the hook. Raise the stakes a little bit. Yeah, if you are on your, especially if you are on your uh, parents' payroll right now, how can you raise the stakes? How can you put yourself on the hook? Can you use that, but also be like, I need to start paying for some stuff myself. I need to start paying for more things myself. I feel like I can, if I, you know, if I don't pay, you know, if I don't uh, get this money, you need to figure that out. If you didn't have this money, could you make it work? Right? So that's number two. The third one I want to leave you with today, everyone, is what happens when you are on your parents' payroll is that what it does, yes, it helps, but it also delays their your independence and hinders your ability to make choices for yourself. Yes, it delays your independence and it hinders your ability to make choices for yourself. So until you can support yourself financially, you don't truly have 100% ownership of your life and decisions. Okay, I really want you to understand this. If I accepted money regularly from my mom who to continue this life I'm living in New York, she would still have influence, right? She would have some kind of say in how I spend my time here. She would have some kind of say in uh, 
how I spent my time, what jobs I would do, right? She would be like, well, I'm going to give you this money, but you have to live by my rules. Maybe that's just my mom. Maybe that's not your parents. But if I call her and she was paying my rent, sending me some kind of stipend every month, she probably wouldn't be so empathetic. Yeah, it would eventually start pushing her own agenda to get me off her payroll, right? She's gonna, there's gonna be a time where she goes, it's time for you to figure it out, right? And if I'm not ready for that, maybe that pulls me from the goals I had in my dance career. Maybe that pulls me from uh, the life I really wanted to live because I don't have that, those experiences to be like, I can make this work. And what's beautiful is that because I am financially sustainable, I can rely on my mom for other things. I can rely on my parents or whoever for emotional support, right? I remember when I first started uh, at Sleep No More, I had one day I was learning five roles and I was having one day when I was just so, uh, I, I hit my breaking point. Yeah, I remember be learning this duet and then being like, hey, do you want to try it one more time? And it just this one lift wasn't working. And I said, you know, I think I'm okay. It, it was like we were trying to fit this rehearsal in right before lunch. It was like a rush thing. It was so great. It was a really crazy time for me. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to, okay, I'm just going to go outside real quick. And I'm just going to call my mom. <laughs> I'm just going to cry. And I'll be right back. Like just so <laughs> upfront about that. I'm like, I just need to leave, leave this situation for a second. And... I called her and I was able to be like, this job is so hard. What I'm doing right now is so hard. Like I am, you know, I haven't got my first paycheck yet. I'm working really hard. I'm doing really well. But this one thing got to me. I'm so tired. I'm so frustrated that it's not working. I know I can do this. And she was so empathetic and she really was able to shine the mirror back to me and be like, Brandon, you've done this before. You have conquered these things before. I've seen you do it. You've seen you do it. And because you have those experiences of making it work, you've, you've done harder. You did harder lifts with, for $200 a week. You did harder lifts for free. You've done harder things in harder times. Yeah. And that's what I, I'm so grateful that I have that. Because you think if she was still paying my bills up to this point, you know, a few years into my career... And, or if she was ever paying my bills in my career, she would probably be like, well, maybe it's time to pack it up. Yeah, there's no evidence that you could make it work, right? There's no evidence there. You don't have it. I don't have it. I, all I know is my experience of giving you money every month or every year or whatever it is. And now I can come to her and be like, shit's hard, right? And she can respond with, you'll figure it out. It's amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, all this to say, though, everybody, if you are someone who has resources, I hope you can use them because they do make things easier. Yeah. So I know I just said, don't do blah, blah, blah. If you have them, use them. Yeah, you can. You definitely can. Things are easier that way, right? For sure. But what is the cost, right? Maybe you're not accepting a regular thing. Maybe you're like, Maybe it's just knowing that it's there if you need it. That's huge. Being like, you know what? If I needed money, I could call, but I'm not going to, right? I'm going to just try to figure this out on my own. Or I'm going to set goals of when I am going to be on my own. 
Or can you find opportunities to take yourself out of your comfort zone and make your career happen, right? Take yourself out of that financial comfort zone to make your career happen. That's what I have for you today, everybody. So I, and once again, if you don't have your parents' financial uh, support right now, I hope you can look at this as a time of, and maybe if you are well into your career, maybe you've already proved it. I want to reinforce that. How incredible that if you are one, two years into your career without any financial support, look at where you are now. Look what you have created for yourself. That's amazing. I don't even know your story, but or maybe I do, but I'm saying that's incredible what you can do. I know because that's, I remember feeling that way. I remember, wow, two years in and this is where I am. That's incredible. From where I started, that's awesome. And I have a whole library of experiences that say I can, I can do more. I can, I can keep growing. Yeah, I trust myself in that way. But if you are, yeah, find those opportunities to when can you step away? When can you say, I'm going to really do this on my own, right? When can you have the confidence to say that? What barriers, what boundaries can you set to make this work on your own and really make, give yourself a pathway to that independence, that financial freedom? Yeah. I hope this is useful. If you all have thoughts on this, if you have questions, please follow up with me on Instagram at it's Brandon Coleman and leave a review if you're loving this. It really helps people kind of know what this podcast is all about, right? If you've been listening for a while and you've never left your review, I would so appreciate it. It really gives, like I said, people an idea of what to expect when they're listening. It's a huge service to me and I appreciate it. Uh, but other than that, everyone, I hope you have a great day and I will see you in another episode. Bye, everybody.